Shalom to all. Today's daf is Shabbos daf Kufnun Aleph. We're starting Kufnun Amabez, the second to last line at the two dots. Today's daf is sponsored. Le'ilu Nishmas Reb Chaim Ben Rav Avram Shimon. His neshama should have an aliyah. Now, in the Mishnah, we learned about being machshech al tchum. This means to wait by the edge of the tchum in order to be able to tend to your affairs, which are located outside the tchum immediately after Shabbos. Now, Abishol had told us in the Mishnah, Klal Amar Abishol, Kol Shani Zakeh Bamirasei, Rashayani Lachshechalav. Anything that would be permitted to instruct someone else to do on Shabbos, I'm permitted to be machshech al tchum for that same task. So the Gemara says. On which statement of the Mishnah was Abishol going on? He was going on the Resha that had said, You're not be in order to hire workers or to bring fruits. That which he had said, anything that I'm permitted to instruct someone to do, I'm permitted to be myself. So it should have said, Anything that I'm not allowed to instruct someone to do, I'm not allowed to be because the Resha of the Mishnah is talking about something you're not allowed to do, not what you are allowed to do. So the Gemara says, Ela Seifakai, he's going on the Seifa, which said, He's allowed to be Machshachalatchum in order to guard his fruits or to bring fruits with his hands. So the Gemara asks, It should have said anything that I'm permitted to be Machshachan, so I'm permitted to instruct someone else to do, because that's what the Mishnah was talking about, something that you're allowed to be Machshachan, not something you're allowed to tell someone to do. So the Gemara says, Really, we're going on the Seifa. And this is what Abishol is going on. A statement that wasn't mentioned in the Mishnah. A person's allowed to tell his friends, Please guard for me my fruits, which are in your tchum, and I'm going to guard for you your fruits, which are in my tchum. The Kamar Abishol, Tanakama, and Abishol was telling Tanakama, Wouldn't you agree that a person's allowed to tell his friend, Please guard for me my pears in your tchum, and I'll guard for you your fruits in my tchum. The Ema, therefore, we should say, Abishol says, Anything I'm allowed to instruct someone else to do, I'm also allowed to be machshachan. So now the Gemara accepted this pshat, and now says, klal what else are we coming to include by using the word klal, that it's a general rule? The Gemara says, you're not in order to bring an animal, that would be also to do on Shabbos, because you'd be picking it up and it would be mukta. But if it's outside the tchum, you're allowed to call it, and then it's going to come within the tchum, and that's not usher. And klal amr abashol, kol shani we're allowed to be to tend to the affairs of a kala, or tend to the affairs of a mace, to bring him a coffin, or burial shrouds, we're allowed to tell a messenger, go to a specific place to go bring certain things that we need, if you don't find those items in that place, so go bring them from a different place, if you didn't find them for a hundred, so you could even pay two hundred for them, he argues and he says, you're not allowed to mention a specific amount of money that he's allowed to spend because that's already part of business dealings on Shabbos and that would be Usr. But he would be allowed to be Machshachan Nutchum for Iske Kala or Iske Hames. And the Mishnah picks up with this. Machshichan Nutchum. We're allowed to be Machshachan Nutchum. The Fakech Iske Kala. Val Iske Hames. Lohavli Arn Vitachrichan. And now the continuation of this Mishnah is going to be discussing benefiting from a Malacha performed by a guy. We know that if a Malacha is performed by Isser, then either one may never benefit from it or even in the scenario that one may benefit from it, he would nonetheless have to wait after Shabbos, the amount of time it takes to do that malacha. This is in order to minimize the benefit from that malacha. Since it could have been done after Shabbos,
Shabbos anyway, it's not like he actually received benefit from it from that which was done on Shabbos. So the Mishnah continues, A guy that brought flutes on Shabbos, they did this in order to arouse people to cry over the mace. So, The Jew may not use them to eulogize his mace, unless they came from a close place, meaning they didn't come from outside the Tchum. Let's say the Gentile had made a coffin or dug a grave, you covered by Yisrael, so Yisrael is allowed to be buried in it. But if he had made it for the Jew, covered by so then he's never allowed to use it. And the Gemara says, What does that mean from a close by place? Has to be from a very close place, meaning we have to know with utmost certainty that these Chalilin did not come from outside the Tchum. He says, We can suspect, this is a positive suspicion, that these came from outside the wall of the city, and that's why we don't really know where they came from, but outside the wall doesn't necessarily mean that they came from outside the Tchum, so therefore we can still use them on Matzah Shabbos. And the Gemara says, Our mission is very Meduic like Shmuel, that even if it's a Suffolk, we still could use it. The Ketani says in our Mishnah, If a coffin was made of a or a grave was dug, you covered by Yisrael, a Jew was allowed to use it. Amu we see, misfake Ashari, that even though it's Suffolk, we don't know if it was made for a Jew or a non-Jew, nonetheless, the Jew is allowed to use it. So to over here, even though we don't know whether or not these flutes were brought from outside the Tchum, we're still allowed to use them. And we have a brass like Rav, that if it's a Suffolk, it's Aser. We have a city that Jews and non-Jews live in. We have a bathhouse, which is used on Shabbos. If the majority of the bathhouse goers are Gentiles, in the evening, meaning Matzah Shabbos, so then Jews are allowed to use it right away because any of the water that was heated up was really heated up for the non-Jews. In Rav Yisrael, the majority of the bathhouse goers are Jews. So then he has to wait to make hot water because the water that was heated up on Shabbos was really for the Jews that are coming Matzah Shabbos. It's 50-50, meaning to Suffolk. We don't know who's going to be coming to this bathhouse. So he has to wait. So we see that if it's a Suffolk, he has to wait. But now we're just going to continue talking about this. Bryce for a second. Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Yehuda says, If it's a small bathhouse, meaning a small pool of water, if there's an authority that's going to be coming and using it, so then Jews are allowed to use it right away. What does that mean, an authoritative figure using it? If there's an important personage, he has 10 servants, they can heat up for him 10 kettles of hot water in one time and then pour them into the bath. So this is considered a small bathhouse, a Jew is allowed to use it right away because that water could have been heated up immediately on Matzah Shabbos, so therefore there's no reason to wait. And the Gemara continues, and the Gemara asks, why is a Jew allowed to use this coffin or grave right afterwards on Matzah Shabbos? He should have to wait because the non-Jew made it for him, so it should be usher. So the Gemara answers, this grave was dug long on a main street and only non-Jews would be buried in such a public place, so it's for sure dug for a non-Jew, that's why the Jew does not have to wait the Gemara says, Tainach Kever. That makes sense if we're talking about a grave. Arin Michael Mamer. What about the Arin? We don't know if he made the coffin for a Jew or for a non-Jew. This coffin was placed on this grave, which was in the main street. So it's obvious that it was made for the non-Jew, not for the Jew. Therefore, it's allowed to be used even without waiting. And now once we were talking about a mace on Shabbos, the Mishnah says, We're allowed to do anything necessary for a mace. This is to prevent him from decaying or for covet hames. We can anoint him with oil or wash him with water. As long as none of his limbs are moved, because he's mukta, so you're not allowed to move mukta. Shemtenesakar mitachtav, we'll allowed to remove the pillow from underneath him. This is to prevent him from heating up and decaying faster. We'll allowed to even place him on the sand, meaning place him on the ground. Bishvil shayamtein, so that he should wait, meaning so that he shouldn't decay quickly. Kufnun alafon on the top. 
Koshinus Alechi, we're allowed to tie the jaw, Loshiyala, not so that it should close, because that's moving an Aver, Elishal Yosef, so that it shouldn't continue to open. Machin Koshinishbro, or beam of a house that broke, Semchanusub Safsla, Bruchsa Mita, it's allowed to be supported by a bench or by the bedposts, Loshitala, not so that it should go back into its place, because that would be Binyan, Elishaloy Taisif, so that it shouldn't break and sag even more. And now the Gemara is going to ask on the first halach on the Mishnah that we had said you're allowed to pour oil or water on the mace, even though the mace is Mukta. The Gemara asks, Vam Rabbi Hudam Rashmuel, Myself told me the Shrav Mayor, there was a story with the Talmud of Rav Mayor. He went after him into the bathhouse. This was on Shabbos. Because he wanted to wash the floor. Amr Mayor told him, No washing the floor on Shabbos. He wanted to anoint the floor with oil to take away the bad smell. Amr Mayor told him, You're not allowed to anoint it with oil. And we see that stones, which are mukta, are not allowed to be washed or have oil put on them. So why are we allowed to do so with a mace, which is mukta? The Gemara says, A person's going to get confused with different types of flooring. So stone flooring, even though technically it's not usur, a person might accidentally put oil or water on a dirt floor, and then that would be also because of a shvuri gumais. So therefore, no doing it even on a stone floor. But mace bakarkalai michlaf, a person's not going to get confused between a mace and flooring. Therefore, a person is allowed to anoint the mace or pour water on him, and he's not going to do so to a floor. And now the Gemara says, kol asuyemai. What do we come to include when we say kol? Anything's allowed to be done for a mace. We say, to include that which was taught in Nebraisa. Mevin clay maker, we're allowed to bring cooling vessels, which is talking about glass kalim, the clay matchais, and metal vessels, and place it on the mace's stomach. So it shouldn't swell. We could plug his orifices so that air shouldn't get inside and then it will decay quicker. And even Shlomo Melch said in his wisdom. Now the Gemara throughout this daf and even throughout the next daf is going to bring Pesukim in which Shlomo Melch describes the decay and decline of a person's body. So here's our first Pasuk. It says in the Pasuk, Before the silver rope snaps, this is talking about the spinal cord, and the golden bowl is shattered, this is referring to the male member, and the pitcher is broken at the fountain, this is referring to the stomach, the wheel is smashed at the pit, this is talking about excrement. It says in different Pesach, and I will scatter the excrement on your face, the excrement of your holidays, these are the people that leave they make every single day like it's a festival, and all they do is indulge in the pleasures of this world, and they don't focus on their Avedis Hashem. And Amr Avlevi, Amr Avpapi, Amr Abshua, Lachash Leishiyamim, three days after a person dies, Krasin Ifkas, his stomach bursts open, when I fell asleep upon him, and the excrement falls on his face, Vermeris Loy, it's as if it's telling him, Tol Mashinasatabi, take back what you put in me. But the reason why we brought these Psukim is because we had said that the stomach of the mace is going to swell up, so therefore, we're allowed to take Kalim and put it on his stomach to cool it down so it doesn't decay quickly. And we continue talking about a mace in Ma'atmanis Amis Bishabs, we're not allowed to close the eyelids of a mace on Shabbos, again, that's going to be moving in Aver, and that's Mukta. And not even during the week, when the person's dying, a person that closes the eyes of a mace as he's dying, it's as if he's spilling blood. And the Gemara says, a person that closes the eyes of a mace as he's dying, he's spilling blood. It's like a lamp which is slowly sputtering and going out. A person puts his finger on it, so it's going to get extinguished immediately. It's the same thing. A person slowly but surely dying, he's still alive a little bit, just like a lamp is still providing a little bit of light, he closes the eyes, the person's going to die right away. That is akin to murder. If a person wants to close the eyes of a mace, he should blow wine into his nose, and place oil in between his eyelids, and hold on to his two big toes, and they're going to close on their own. A child who's one day old, but he's alive, we're going to be a for him. But if we had Davin Melch Yisrael, but he's dead, in Mechal Anamasa Shabbos, no 
be Mechal Shabbos for him. Tinik ben Yamei Chai, Mechal on Avos Shabbos. Why is that? Amar Tarad the says, Chalel all of Shabbos Echad be Mechal one Shabbos for him. Kadeshi Yishmor Shabbos is Harbe, so that he can keep many Shabboses for his whole life. But David Melech Yisrael Meis ain Mechal on all of. We're not giving Mechal Shabbos for him. Kivan Shemeis Adam once a person dies, Batom and a mitzvah, so he's unable to do mitzvahs anymore. Behind with Amar Biyachin, that's where Biyachin says, Bameisim Chafshi. The pasuk says, I'm among the dead who are free. What does this mean? Kivan Shemeis Adam once a person dies, Nasa Chafshi min a mitzvah, so he's free from mitzvahs, meaning he doesn't have ability to do mitzvahs anymore. If we have a child who's one day old and he's alive, we don't have to guard him from weasels and mice. They're not going to eat him. We have Oigmel Chabosh and he's tall, big, and scary, but he's dead. We have to make sure that the weasels and mice don't eat him. And your fear and dread will be, meaning a person will instill fear and dread in all creatures. As long as a person's alive, it must be Tal So his fear is upon all creations. But once a person dies, the fear is not there anymore, and mice won't be afraid, even from someone as big and scary as Agmel Chabashan. Amar of Papa Nikitina, and we know Aryeh Abetrei Nafil. A lion is not going to attack two people. The Gemara says Hakachazinu Denafil. We do see that lions will attack two people. We say no. Who could remember Merchama? That's a Gemara Merchama. The Amar remember Merchama. He says Ein Chash Letas Ba'Adam. An animal will not have power over a person. Achinid Malek Behema until that person looks like an animal to the animal. Shenemer says in the pasuk Adam Bikar Bal Yalin, a man in his glory Bal Yalin, meaning he won't be overcome, but Nimshol he is. Is ruled kabehemas nidmu when he's like an animal. Amrab Khanina, Asolishim by Sikhidi, a person's allowed to sleep alone in a house, Khalyashim by Sikhidi, anyone that does sleep alone in a house, Achazasi Lilis, Lilis will grab him, she's the mother of all demons. And now the following memory is about giving tzedakah. Vatan Yerub Shemin Allah Zoraymer, Aseh, give tzedakah. Achat HaMoytzeh, why can still find someone to accept it? Umatzi Lecha, and you have the money. Vaidcha Biyadcha, and you still have the ability to give, meaning you're alive and well, and you're not dead. Vashlem HaMoytzeh, Shlom HaMelech said in his wisdom, Uzachar Sparecha B'Mevecha Rusecha, Ad Shlom Yavai Yemehara. Remember your Creator in the days of your youth, before the evil days come, Elume Zikna, these days are referring to days of old, Vigiu Shanim, Asher Timer, Ainli Bohem Chefetz, and those years arrive of which you will say, I have no pleasure in them, Elume Samoshiach, that's referring to the days of Moshiach, Shemhem Loizchos Loichava, where a person doesn't have the ability to accrue benefit or even negativity for himself, any mitzvahs or averes he does are not going to count, at least according to this memra. We'll pick the Shmuel, and this is not like Shmuel, the Amr Shmuel, he says, There's no difference between Elume Mazet and when Moshiach is going to be here, Elishibin Machis Bavad, except for subservience to all different kingdoms and governments that we are subject to. Shnemer says in the Pasuk, Ki lo because it will not seize a poor person from among the land, meaning there will always be poor people even in the days of Mashiach. He says, A person should always ask for mercy about this fate, meaning about poverty. If it doesn't visit him, it's going to come to his child, meaning his child will be poor. And if it doesn't visit his child, it's going to visit his grandchild. Shnemer says in the Pasuk, For in return for this thing, Talking about being kind to poor people. And Tanah the Bereshmol, Gagal Husha Khazbailam, it's a wheel that circles in this world. The word biglal in this Pasuk is being darshan as the word galgal, like a wheel. Poverty is always circling, so it's eventually gonna come to everyone at some point in time. Amrav Yosef Nikitinan, Haitsur Mirabanin Lemiani. We know that this young Talmudical scholar is not gonna become poor. The Gemara asks Haka Khazim Demiani. We say that there's many poor Talmudical scholars. So the Gemara says M Isa Duyani, if you're gonna say that he will become poor, Ahadura Pesholai Mahadur, he's not gonna have to go knocking on the door and degrade himself to get money. 
And Aram Chia Lidabitsu, Rabchia told his wife, Ki Asi Anya, when a poor person comes to the door, Akdimi Le Rifta, hasten and give him bread quickly. Kechid Lakadm Levanayach, so they should hasten and give your children bread when they're knocking on doors. Amrle, she told him, Mailed Kalaitis Luhu, are you cursing our children that they're going to be poor? Amrle told her, Krok Kaksiv, it's a Pasuk. Kibiglal Hadavrazeh, Vatana Debeir Bishmal, Gagal Hushacharzabailam. It's a wheel that circles in the world, so poverty is eventually going to visit everyone. Tanya Rebagamlil Bribi Oimir, he says, Venasan Lacha Rachamim, Vrichamcha, Vihirbecha. He shall bestow upon you compassion, show compassion, and multiply you. And what do we learn from here? Call Merachim al-Abriyas, someone that's compassionate and merciful to the creations. Merachim al-Abriyas, they're going to have Rachamanus on him from Shemayim. Anyone that doesn't show mercy and compassion, they're not going to show compassion to him from Shemayim. And now we're going to continue bringing these psukim from the wisdom of Shlomo Melech that talk about the decay of a person's body. Before the sun and the light grow dark, zu padachas v'achaitim. That's referring to a forehead and the nose. Vayareach on the moon, zu neshama. That's referring to the neshama. Vakachavim and the stars. Elo halasas. This is referring to the cheeks. The pasuk says, v'shavu ha'avim acher hageshem, and the clouds return after the rain. Zu ma'ar enuv shal adam. This is referring to a person's eyesight. Shahilach acher bechi that is weakened by crying. Amr Shmuel, haidim asa. Tears, up until 40 years old, the fluid that's lost by crying is going to be replenished. But from then on, it's not replenished by the body. This eye salve, up until 40 years old, it's going to improve a person's eyesight. From then on, even if a person fills up his eye like a weaver's beam, it's only going to preserve his eyesight. It's not going to improve his eyesight. And now the Gemara says, What are we trying to teach you by saying, even if you put eye salve on, like the thickness of a weaver's beam. We say, The more you put on of this eye salve, the better it is for you. And about crying, weakening the eyesight of a person. Rabbi Chanina had a daughter that passed away. He wasn't crying on her. His wife told him, Did they remove a chicken from your house? Meaning, is she like a chicken that like you're not really sad that she died? He told his wife, Tarti, do you want two bad things to happen? Not only the loss of a child, but also blindness. And he Held of that memoir that Rabbi Yechon said in the name of Yesi ben Katsarta, saying there's six types of tears. Three that are positive and three that are negative. If a person cries because of smoke that's in his eyes, or he's crying over tragedies, on the top, or he's crying because of pain that he has, trying to relieve himself, those are bad and they're going to cause a loss of eyesight. But if it's because of medicine, which is helping his body, or because he's laughing, or because of aromatic fruits or spices, those are good types of tears. We should all be zechah to cry only tears of joy. Everyone should have a wonderful day.